Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. I make this show for you, and I hope that you really enjoy it. I have a lot of people that ask me how they can support the show financially, and you can do that by heading over to patreon.com slash preacherboys. You're going to get access to exclusive content, including early releases of episodes. I've got a couple episodes right now that have been released at least a month early over on Patreon. You've got access to things like unique merch, depending on what tier you join, and you get access to some behind-the-scenes content that I'm posting within the group. So head over to patreon.com slash preacherboys and become a member over there today. Every single supporter helps make this show a little bit more possible, especially as I continue to add additional episodes and content every single week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. Trigger warning. This podcast contains descriptions of various abusive situations. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to the Preacher Boys Podcast, a podcast shedding light on decades of mental, physical, and sexual abuse within the independent fundamental Baptist movement. The testimonies shared on this podcast are told from the personal experience and perspective of the survivors. Not all legal outcomes are known or final. Any suspect is presumed innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. Now, here is your host, Eric Skwarzynski. Uh, for anybody who hasn't seen and anybody who follows uh, Preacher Boys, anybody who has been connected uh, with the social media channels connected to Preacher Boys, anybody who uh, has been following the news at all relating to fundamentalist abuse uh, has probably seen the update regarding Josh Duggar. Uh, Josh Duggar was sentenced today, uh, May 25th, 2022, to over 12 years in prison uh, and was found guilty of possessing child pornography. Uh, his legal team requests that he spends just five years in prison, and the prosecution asked that he receive the maximum sentence of 20 years behind bars. He was, however, sentenced to 151 months, almost 12 and a half years for the crimes, and he had no reaction, according to the Sun's reporting, no reaction when given the judgment, and Anna had no reaction whatsoever at all. Uh, they had requested originally to postpone the sentencing from April, uh, and uh, it was postponed to May 25th today, and sentencing was carried out. The people who were present at the actual proceedings were Josh's father, Jim Bob Duggar, his wife, Anna Duggar, his brother, Jason Duggar, and his sister, Joy Anna Duggar. They were all spotted outside the courthouse before the proceedings. Um, I have a lot of feelings about uh, this case uh, specifically, uh, and anybody who's followed this show for any length of time probably knows that. Uh, but one of the things that I was considering before this was actually carried out, before sentencing actually happened, was I knew it wasn't going to get the full 20 years. Um, I think originally when this was reported on by quite a few people, uh, they were saying there's possibility of him getting 40 years. That was the maximum. Uh, a lot of lawyers pointed out there was only 20 possible under the law. But knowing how these cases always pan out, knowing how these situations always play out, uh, I knew it was going to be the full sentencing. I have mixed feelings about what actually happened. Um, you know, I I knew that there was going to be uh, some level of uh, brevity to the sentencing. I knew that there was going to be, um, you know, I knew that there was going to be a less than desirable sentence for Josh Duggar. 
but uh, I really didn't know what to expect. My opinion was that uh, it was going to be five to seven years. That's what I expected. I thought the legal team was going to get what they were requesting, um, but I'm I'm glad he got more than that. Uh, I'm disappointed he didn't get the full possible sentence, which would have been 20 years. A lot of people have been asking as far as the a sentence, you know, does he have to serve the whole thing? According to a couple different lawyers that I've been reading who've been talking about the case, it looks like he'll have to serve 85% of it. Uh, and then he transitions into a 20 year probation period. And during that time, he's not allowed to watch adult pornography. He's not allowed to have unsupervised access to his children. Uh, he's not allowed to have unsupervised access to any children whatsoever, uh, but that does include his own. And he's not allowed access to any kind of computer or electronic device that's connected to the internet unless it's specifically uh, given approval by his parole officer um, and, or a probation officer. I'm sorry. Um, and so that's what it looks like right now. Uh, I want to play a couple clips. Uh, just kind of giving a look at the scene. Um, and after the stream ends, I'll add in links so you can go and watch them in their entirety. Uh, but there's a couple clips that were reported by the news of the Duggar case. Uh, the first and foremost was them leaving the courtroom. Again, you can see uh, Jim Bob walking out, Anna walking out, uh, and so on here. I'm interested because Jim Bob didn't write a letter in support of Josh. Michelle did, and I'm curious why he didn't submit one, um, and also why Michelle wasn't present for the sentencing, but Jim Bob was. I think that's pretty interesting. But who knows why they do what they do. You guys didn't get the five years you wanted. How are, how are you guys reacting to that? see Anna walking out. Uh, according to the Sun reporter that was in the courtroom, she didn't have any reaction when the sentencing was carried out as well. And still, I, I just can't help but go back to my feelings um, someone said wouldn't you think as being Anna's father-in-law would have walked Anna out this whole situation is very odd um, there's nothing that the Duggars have done throughout this entire case that's normal human behavior relating to this case um, but one thing that I just I mean I still can't wrap my head around where Anna's at and all this I still can't wrap my head around what her perspective is because She's been very supportive. I mean, her Instagram caption, you know, is supportive of Josh, you know, and I look again, I don't want to rehash this whole Anna conversation, but one thing that really bothers me is that this is a mother of multiple children who is still standing by Josh's side. Um, it was also reported that as Josh was leaving the courtroom, he signaled, I love you to Anna. 
but I just, I just don't understand how she's still doing this. I don't understand how she's still supportive of him. Again, it's, it's absolutely wild. Like the amount of information that's been revealed through the courtroom. I mean, the testimonies heard today, uh, today in court, you know, there was uh, a statement written by a mother of one of the children who was abused in one of these videos. Uh, you had the judge talking about how horrific those things were, but you still have people like Anna. You still have Jim Bob. You still have Michelle. You still have several different people who are supporting Josh, writing letters, things like that. Um, it's 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 just hard to justify at this point. You know, again, I've given Anna a lot of grace specifically. Um, I haven't given Jim Bob much grace because I mean, he's taught this kind of stuff. He's taught the Gothard curriculum. He obviously, uh, has trained his kids in pretty horrific ways, but Anna specifically, uh, I just don't, I've tried to give a lot of grace because being a woman in the IBLP, especially, uh, in the independent fundamental Baptist world, that's a very difficult position to be in. But, Again, I mean, I grew up in the same denomination. Um, I've known people who've been in the same denomination, and I just don't understand uh, how you don't see the inconsistency of what you're preaching versus, you know, and what you're claiming to believe versus what's actually happening and how it's being leveraged. But that was them leaving court. Uh, And then there was also uh, an interview conducted um, after the proceedings uh, and after sentencing was carried out with both the defense and the prosecution, a lot of people were asking why this event wasn't televised. Um, from my understanding is that for any uh, criminal federal cases, uh, cameras are not allowed in the courtroom. Uh, for civil lawsuits and things like the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, that's certainly okay. Uh, but from what I understand, in any criminal cases, cameras aren't allowed in the courtroom. Uh, but again, I'm sure someone who is a legal expert will school me on something <laughs> that I've said throughout this. Um, but yeah, these were the interviews that were given. There was one with the defense, which I um, thought was pretty typical um, coming from Duggar's team uh, of what their plan is. And then there was one from the prosecution. I'll start with uh, Duggar's team first. You can hear what they had to say. It's just about a minute long. We are grateful that the court dismissed one of only two counts of the indictment and that the court rejected the government's request for a 240-month sentence. We look forward to continuing this fight on appeal. Thank you. And when do you hope to begin the appeal process? We'll immediately file the notice of appeal within the next 14 days as required by law. The Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals will then set deadlines, which we'll of course comply with. Is there any comment about the judge's remarks on uh, Mr. Duggar's lack of taking No, Mr. Duggar asserted his right to a trial. Uh, Mr. Duggar had a trial. Um, We're now down to one count, and we look forward to litigating that one remaining count on appeal. Thank you all. So Duggar is still completely asserting that he's innocent, that this is some kind of major misunderstanding, which, again, the evidence that was presented in court I don't see how you see anything other than that. Um, But they're going to keep fighting it. Uh, That was his uh, defense. Uh, They're going to be filing an appeal, uh, trying to get this last count removed. Um, And, you know, Duggar is still claiming innocence, the whole thing. Anna's backing him on that. Uh, It appears all of his family, uh, or at least some of his family is, uh, that are like the close and loyal ones. Um, but yeah, that was the defense. That's what they had to say. And then prosecution, I thought gave a very good interview as well. I'm going to go ahead and play that as well. Uh, let me go ahead and, uh, get that started here. Tragic and stark reminders about how important. 
important it is. My apologies. This is why I never do lives. Here we go. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Clay Folks. I'm the United States Attorney for the Western District of Arkansas. Today, it's my honor and privilege like to, to participate in the announcement of the sentence in the United States versus Joss Duggar jury trial and sentencing hearing that was held earlier today. I'd like to note before I get started uh, that we're doing this announcement with heavy hearts. Our thoughts are certainly with the families of the tragic murders that occurred in Texas yesterday. And our thoughts and prayers are with all of those victims' families, with the first responders and with the agents who are all working on that case. It's important to note that there are reminders around us every day, tragic and stark reminders about how important it is for us to protect our children, the most vulnerable members of our communities. And I think on days like today, it's easy for us to, to look at that as an insurmountable task. But the truth is that, that we should redouble our efforts to do everything in our power to protect these innocent and, and very vulnerable members of our community and our children. When we think about this case today, United States versus Josh Duggar, this case is noteworthy because of who the defendant is. But this case is important for a lot of other reasons also. This case is important because it demonstrates the hard work that our office puts in to prosecuting and investigating these cases that involve the most vulnerable members of our community, our children. I mentioned to you a few months ago that in 2020, about 7% of our cases here in Western Arkansas involved either child abuse or child pornography. And that demonstrates our commitment to investigating and prosecuting these cases. And this case shows that we are going to redouble our efforts and our commitment to investigate these cases and to ensure that justice is served in each and every one of them. The second reason why this case is important is because it demonstrates that no one person is above the law, no matter their wealth, their social status, or anything else. No one is above the law, and that's what this case demonstrates. We will continue to investigate these cases no matter who the defendant turns out to be, and we will continue to use every tool available to us to make sure that justice is served in these cases. Now, the third and most important reason why these cases are important and why this case is important is because this case, this trial, this sentence, is for the victims of child abuse. Not just the victims of child abuse here in the Western District of Arkansas, but the victims of child abuse everywhere. I absolutely love that he takes the time to talk about this, that Clay uh, uh, Falks, I'm sorry if I say his name incorrectly. I love that he takes a moment to say this because this is what I think gets lost in a lot of these cases. I think as we're discussing how these are handled, how the legal system works, how sentencing is carried out, the thing that people tend to forget is it goes beyond just the victims in this specific situation. It, it This is something that's going to be seen by victims around the world. And it's important with how we handle every single case that comes out in the public eye. How we show a response to one case uh, is going to have a huge impact on how comfortable victims feel coming forward, how safe victims feel within their own communities. And really, it it just shows as a nation how we address these topics. And so I love that he takes the time to say this is not just about the victims who were viewed in the materials on Josh Tucker's computer, though they first and foremost should be on everyone's mind throughout this case. 
but it also victims like them all over the country, all over the world who've been victims of this stuff. I love that he took the time to mention that, but I'll, uh, I'll let that clip continue to play out. This case shows that these children are, are subject to some of the worst kinds of abuses imaginable. The children depicted in the photos and videos that were introduced in this case were subjected to that horrible treatment, the horrible criminal conduct. And this case shows that those children's pain is real, that their suffering is real. And we know that this sentence isn't going to take away the suffering and the pain that they've already felt from this abuse. But it is our hope that this sentence sheds light on this very dark criminal conduct because every single time these files are traded, shared, and downloaded online, those same children are victimized all over again. Again, I love that he's bringing this up. And if you haven't, definitely take some time to search out the statement written by the mother of one of the victims who was viewed in one of the videos submitted in this case. It's heartbreaking and it touches on the same thing, the re-victimization that takes place. Uh, it's it's well worth reading, well worth your time. I want to take uh, just one second to address something in the comments. Uh, there were a couple of people mentioning that there was a sex offender program in Texas. Uh, so currently there are two options for Duggar. There is a program in Texas that he can go to, or a prison in Texas and a prison in Arkansas. And Texas has a sex offender program. Uh, Josh Tugger is not required to go to any kind of sex offender treatment facility or sex offender treatment program, uh, but they're looking based on how much uh, bed space is available within the Texas sex offender uh, reg uh, program within that prison. They may or may not be able to accept him. Personally, I could care less either way which one he gets sent to. I would like to see him sent to Texas further away from his family. Uh, but, you know, as far as sex offender, you know, programs, uh, they're largely ineffective. Uh, there's plenty of science to back that up. If you look at uh, any research that's been done, uh, such as uh, I highly recommend the book Predators uh, that explains this um, or the book Men Too by Dr. Kelly Palfi. Uh, there is no such thing as rehabilitating uh, sexual predators, especially pedophiles. Um, there's no science to back that up. It's largely ineffective. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of time. And they will, given the opportunity, uh, you know, the recidivism rate is extremely high. And so um, I, there's some people that are really eager to see him go to a program uh, such as the one in Texas. I could care less. It's not going to affect whether he does or does not uh, commit a crime again. Um, I personally don't think that matters whatsoever. So um, again, that's my opinion. Um, I'm giving my opinion on a lot of this in this episode, uh, but I just want to make that statement right now because I, I think people are putting too much weight and value on programs like that. And it is our sincere hope that this case, that this sentence sends a message to those children that they are real, that their pain is real, and that we will do everything in our power to make sure that justice is served as a result of that criminal conduct. Now, we also hope that this case sends a message to any defendant in the Western District of Arkansas or elsewhere who would seek to abuse children in this way. This is the message that this case should send to those defendants. We will find you, we will investigate you, we will prosecute you, and we will use every single tool available to us to ensure that justice is served and the children of Western Arkansas are protected.
And so with that, I'll turn it over. To- and this is also something that's really sad, and this has nothing to do with, with Clay um, here mentioning this, but um, this is what's really sad is on the flip side of this, this is where seeing these half sentences carried out, I think is a huge problem um, because I know, look, uh, the U.S. attorney on this case, the team here, they pushed for maximum sentence. I think they did a great job presenting that to the judge, but we're consistently seeing people who should be getting I mean, 20, 30, 40, 50, you know, I mean, life really for these crimes, but should be getting maximum sentences being slapped on the wrist with, you know, a 10 year sentence, or in some cases, four years, one year, a couple months, you know, just supervised uh, probation. It's, it's really scary and unfortunate because there are people who are victims right now watching Josh Duggar get sentenced to half uh, I mean, essentially half of what he should be getting. Um, and so that's a that's a major issue and a major concern uh, that I have thinking about this case. To, uh, well, I'd be remiss if I didn't do one more thing, and that is to uh, thank the tremendous trial team and the efforts of the trial team in this case. I'd like to start with Carly Marshall and Dustin Roberts, uh, two of our very talented AUSAs in our office. They did a great job and worked tirelessly to present this case to the jury. We received a tremendous amount of support from our partners at the Department of Justice in Washington, D.C., one of whom was trial attorney uh, William man, what Clayman. A, what a who, horrific case to have to work on. I mean, I, I, the amount of strain and stress from Preacher Boys is heavy. I can't imagine working on cases like this full-time the way that these guys are. I mean, I tip my hat to them. Came and tried this case alongside Dustin and Carly. We also uh, received a tremendous amount of support from a lot of other folks at at the Department of Justice, including uh, William Fattrell, who in this case really helped us. James Fattrell, sorry, got his name wrong. I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. But this I is like gotta... this is like me doing a live. It's like I write stuff down, I forget it, and I look back later and go, "What in the world is going on?" <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's awesome. But uh, James... <laughs> that's a relatable moment in the life of uh, trying to present anything. James is an expert in computer analysis and investigation, and he did a great job testifying in this case. And then finally, I'd like to thank our law enforcement partners at the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, Special Agent Jerry Faulkner and Special Agent uh, Acock did a tremendous job and worked tirelessly to make sure that the evidence was preserved in this case and that our office had everything that we need to be able to successfully prosecute this case. And finally, uh, we're really blessed at the U.S. Attorney's Office to have a tremendous hardworking staff, and we saw the results of that with this trial as well. Laura Johnson, our victim witness coordinator, worked very hard to make sure that our witnesses were here on time and we had everything we needed to be able to successfully present the case. Uh, Nicole Times and Charles McBride, two of our great uh, paralegals, worked tirelessly to support the trial team in this case. And, and frankly, there's a lot of other people that I'm probably forgetting, but I'd just like to thank everyone whose efforts resulted in this successful sentence here today. And with that, I'll turn it over to my partners at Homeland Security. Good afternoon. I'm Assistant Special Agent in Charge Shane with Homeland Security Investigations. Homeland Security Investigations is a recognized leader in child exploitation investigations. Every time child exploitation imagery is shared, it perpetuates the life-altering trauma experienced by its many innocent victims. Our special agents are committed to rescuing child victims, investigating and apprehending offenders, preventing child sexual abuse, and helping make the internet and our communities a safer place for our children. 
Because of the exceptional efforts by HSI special agents, computer forensics personnel, and our law enforcement partners, a child predator has been brought to justice today. This sentencing sends a clear message that regardless of the circumstances, if you prey on our nation's most vulnerable, we will come after you. You are not above the law. To report suspicious activity or instances of child sexual exploitation, please call us at 1-866-DHS-2423. You can choose to remain anonymous. Reporting suspected child, child sexual exploitation can help minimize or stop further victimization, as well as lead to the identification and the rescue of additional victims. Thank you for your time. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, obviously, we didn't get the full 20-year maximum sentence. What are their thoughts on what was um, David? David? Uh, we're, we're in, in case you didn't hear that uh, question that was made, um, it was asking if, uh, obviously, the U.S. Attorney's Office didn't get the full 20 years that they pushed for, um, so she asked what his thoughts were on the actual ruling. We're very, very pleased with the sentence here today, and uh, we want to thank the, the jurors for their time uh, a few months ago when they examined all the evidence in this case, and we especially want to thank Judge Brooks for his careful consideration of all the sentencing factors in this case. And this is a lengthy sentence. Uh, while it's not the sentence that we ask for, it's a sentence that we're proud of, and it rep represents the hard work that was put into this and the importance of this case. Yes, sir. Doug. How much did prior bad acts have to do with this sentence? It's not just what he was tried for. Uh, someone commented that they were positive there's a Duggar boy in the background. I don't believe that's the case. There wouldn't be anybody in the background that is. Um, and then, uh, just in case you didn't hear the question, they asked, uh, how do prior bad acts play into the case? You know, um, from listening to the judge's comments today, I think it had a significant impact on the sentence. It was one of the aggravating factors that the judge uh, noted on the record, and so I do think it was an important part of the sentence today. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Am I correct in Jim Bob and Michelle were named um, to supervise when he's released and can he have contact with his minor children? No. Uh, there was a question asked that uh, they had heard that Michelle and Jim Bob were allowed to supervise Josh uh, upon his release, um, and he's answering that question right now. I did not write that down, so I'm going to have to I'm look sorry, at one of y'all. Okay. That decision will be made by the probation officer who's designated to supervise him, so I don't think that decision was made today. So will you guys have any input, any input on that decision, or will it only be yeah, it's usually uh, up to the probation officer in consultation with the judge on an appropriate supervisor for the person who's on supervised release. Okay, thank so, you. All right. Any last questions? Anything else? Great, thank you so much for being right. out here. Thank you all. Thank you. All right. I have been So, that's that. All this waiting uh, for this 12.5 year sentence. And uh, I'm curious what everyone's perspective is on this. Um, I, I resonate on two sides. Again, like I said, I, I understand um, ultimately the hard work done, the request for it didn't come to fruition. Uh, I'm glad it's longer than what I felt it was going to be based on previous cases. Um, but ultimately, these always fall down to the judges carrying out sentencing. And, um, you know, I had a, I had a feeling today as I was reading through the articles, um, you know, as I was reading through the articles and reading the judges, um, responses in court today, 
he said that the letters written in support of Josh Tucker were very nice. They were very helpful. He considered them. And, you know, when I read things like that, I thought, you know, we're going to get a lesser sentence. Um, but overall, uh, I'm glad that it is more than expected. Um, I wish it had been more. Um, and I'm very curious to see what happens uh, with Josh's defense uh, as they prepare to appeal this. Um, what's going to happen there? What's going to take place? But ultimately, it's just another situation. It Personally, my, my perspective on this, it's another situation where there's a slap on the wrist for some of the most horrific crimes that someone can possibly commit. You have prisons filled with people serving life and time for possession of marijuana. You have people in prison for DUIs going longer than what Josh Tucker's there for. You have all of these different situations with extremely less violent crimes. Um, and yet Josh Tucker is sitting there uh, getting to walk away with, you know, a 12-year sentence. Uh, he's going to be, the, the judge said he's a young man. Uh, he's 35 years old, I believe. Uh, so in 12 years, he'll be, you know, 40 not good at math, 47 years old. Um, you know, you've got, uh, he'll still be young. The judge said he's a young man going in. He'll be a young man coming out. He'll have a family to support him when he comes out. Um, for what Josh has done, this is a bump in the road. Uh, 12 years in prison is not an easy uh, undertaking, but uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a very disappointing outcome to this case, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go through a couple comments and then I'll wrap up this stream. I want to go ahead and go live so there wasn't a delay in me recording it, editing it, putting it out. So I apologize for any technical delays, things like that uh, along the way. But I want to keep everybody posted as to what's happening in this case. Um, people said from Australia. Oh, good morning to Australia. Uh, someone said, wonder if Joy was there for uh, Josh or to see justice for what he did to her. And she said, I should say allegedly to that last comment. Uh, unknown. Unknown why she's there. Um, you know, she didn't write a letter in support of him. Um, who knows why Why she was there. Um, I know that there's many, uh, like Derek Dillard and, and a couple others that voiced that they hope justice would be served today. So curious to know why she was there. Um, I don't want to imply any intent on her part either way. Um, someone said, funny how Jim Bob's a big fan of wearing a mask suddenly. I thought that was interesting as well. Um, I mean... Jim Bob is is cowardly. That's nothing new. But I love that he's all of a sudden a big fan of the mass. Um, uh, think his in his father in law would have walked her out. Jim's going to Jim isn't going to stay say a thing. They're still trying to proclaim he didn't do it and he'll never own it. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get any kind of interviews, statements, anything from the Duggar family whatsoever. I think they're going to continue to just push the narrative that um, that this was not their fault and try to pin this on on his employees. Um, someone said not enough. Josh needs the full 20 years. I agree. I think he deserves more personally, but in the legal system, I think he should have got the max sentence of 20 years. Someone said, I think the Texas program should be mandatory. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I personally don't think it matters either way. Um, and I'd honestly rather him not go through a sex offender rehabilitation program and be given some kind of certification or something that he's completed it and get more freedom as a result of it. Um, I, I, there's no scientific backing that sexual offender registration or uh, sexual offender rehabilitation programs work whatsoever. I've talked to way too many experts that tell us that doesn't work. Um, and, uh, I don't think it's, I don't think it's necessary. I get why the judge didn't make it mandatory. Um, and personally, I hope he has to, you know, I hope he doesn't go into one of those programs. 
Uh, someone said Anna Schockmuther support. I've talked about this at length. I get it. Um, I understand in the culture um, of fundamentalist Christianity, the subculture that she's in. I get why there was support in the beginning. I do not get why there's support at this point. There's too much clear evidence that it was Josh. It's it's the the level of detail that was given in the courtroom about what the content was. Um, at this point, I'm out of grace to offer Anna when it comes to supporting uh, Josh Duggar. I got it in the beginning. I got it with the Ashley Madison thing. I got it with the early stories, but this is beyond the pale. Uh, someone said, I hope he doesn't go to the Arkansas prison further away from family, the better. I agree. Um, I think getting out of that world is better. Uh, I'm hoping that Anna gets away from the family as well. Uh, someone said only 12 years. Disgusting. That's it. 12 years. Yes. 12 years. Um, again, more about the Texas treatment. I don't think it's necessary. Someone said it's a slap on the wrist. I agree for the crimes. And again, if you read through the sentencing memorandum that was prepared by the prosecution, um, it's a slap on the wrist for the stuff he was consuming. Uh, someone said children have sexual preference. You can't counsel, medicate, or pray that away. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's fair. I'm annoyed. He still isn't remorseful. I want him to have to jump through as many hoops as possible. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be remorseful. I don't think uh, he's going to stay the same smug person. He had no reaction in court whatsoever. Um, I mean, he's... I don't think he'll ever... You're not going to get the result you're wanting from Josh. Uh, someone said, I've watched three videos of yours. Yours is the best because there's no traffic noise, except for the videos I played of people standing in front of the road. Um, someone says, how do they get their images out of their head? I don't know. I, I read the descriptions of the content Josh was viewing, and that stuff sticks with you. I can't imagine having to dig through that as evidence. And uh, I have to imagine there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, difficulty in doing that. Uh, someone says, it's an injustice for children. I agree. Um, always thought the sex offender program should be mandatory. However, I've changed my mind. Josh has to want to take the steps on his own. Otherwise it's a waste of time and money. Yeah. I don't think again, he's going to, uh, it's not going to help him and he's not going to want to do it. Actually, I take that back. He probably would want to participate in order to show good behavior on his part. Uh, again, that's a, you know, that's my perspective and opinion, but all these guys are the same. Um, someone says, please don't come at me. I honestly thought I was going to get eight. Yeah. I thought I was going to get five to seven. Um, yeah, sorry. Just making sure there's nothing else new here. How long can his appeal take? Uh, they have to, they have to file it within 14 days, but knowing the legal system, I, I mean, I don't know how long it takes for an appeal process to go through. Um, but they have to file it within 14 days. Uh, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know how long it takes. Um, and then they said, will he be transferred to where he's going before the appeal? Not sure on that either. Uh, happy to find out. Um, his youngest girl will be 10 to 12 when he gets out. Yeah. It's pretty shocking to think about it that way. Um, according to the FBI in 2020, there were 70 million IP addresses sharing these explicit images, 30 million in the U S alone. I don't, I haven't seen that. Um, do you have a link to that? I'd be curious to, to read that. Um, that's interesting. Uh, anymore here uh, interesting I don't think this is comparable to the war on drugs someone's commenting quite a bit about um, 
statistics about this. Um, yeah, and if you're defending what he's doing and, and saying there should be um, lower sentencing, I totally disagree with you. Goodness gracious. How many comments are you going to drop? Cost you 40,000 years per inmate. Uh, as a victim, would you like to spend 500000 to $1 million incarcerating a, a child? Okay, so I'll answer this one question. It says it costs you $40,000 a year per inmate. As a victim, would you like to spend $500,000 to $1 million on incarcerating a child porn offender and $0 on you, the victim, or restitution at victim fund? Um, I would, I'm would. i totally okay with tax dollars going to housing inmates. Um who have viewed this kind of material. Um, but I do think there should be a fund for victims. I think that's a great part of that as well. And I think someone like Jim, uh, Jim, someone like Josh Duggar should be paying it. Uh, he does have to pay some fines. I don't know where those fines are going to end up being distributed to. All right. Um, yeah, someone said, I don't think there's anything that will come of his appeal. Uh, his lawyers will enjoy charging Jim Bob for the effort though. Yes, they certainly will. And, uh, Someone said, as a victim, I'd rather see the bastard rot in jail for the rest of his life. Hey, I'm right there with you. Um, look, it's a disappointing day. It's encouraging in some ways, disappointing in many others. Uh, but this is where everything is at right now. I will keep you posted as there are new updates. I will address just one last question that's unrelated to this. Uh, but Miss June Bennett, you said, not to change the story, will you cover that church in Indiana? Um Yes, I likely will. Um, it's something that's going to come up. I'm working on an episode right now uh, regarding the Southern Baptist Convention. Um, and so working on that currently, um, that'll probably drop this weekend or maybe next week, depending on scheduling and trying to get these uh, one of the interviews lined up that I'm working on as a, as a connection on that. Um, but yes, I will definitely be showing that. I think it is a very powerful clip, and I think it perfectly summarizes the state of how ch churches at large handle abuse. And uh, yeah, I'll definitely be covering that. But uh, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to watch. Again, share your thoughts in the comments. The chat will be closing, but uh, share your thoughts in the comments. I'll do my best to read through and respond to as many as I possibly can over the next couple of days. But uh, thanks again for watching, and uh, thanks for following the Preacher Boys podcast. I'll talk to you all really soon. Thank you for listening to the Preacher Boys podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, please leave a review on iTunes. And don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at PreacherBoysDoc. Additional information can always be found on PreacherBoysDoc.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.